Hello guys, good day. This is Anna of Reinforcement Club. Today we are going to talk about Viles disease or leptospirosis. I'd like to tackle this today because I want to share my experience way back uh, December 2011 to January 2012 when Sendong Typhoon hit us, particularly in uh, Cagayan de Oro City where I lived, Region 10, Northern Mindanao. So I thought it was just a fine day, guys, but in the following morning of, I can't remember the date, but it could be around December 16 to December 17. So it was a one fine night with heavy rain. And then the, in the following morning, uh, the, the news struck me. And uh, I, I can see there on TV that there were lots of you know, victims of Sendong, which are just lying there. And I could, I am like, I am 20 to 30 minutes walking distance to the affected area. So around uh, late lunchtime, you know, there was no electricity and water. They turned off everything. And uh, I have to bring my little cousins to a fast food chain in order for, for us to eat because I couldn't cook. We have no water. So, but then I can see the, the victims there and it was a terrible time for the entire Cagayan de Oro city and uh healthcare wise yeah it it was also busy days experience so one of the one of the days just one of the days so this type of typhoon sendong have left the millions of dead and some or a number of survivors were suffering leptospirosis in other words there was an outbreak of leptospirosis in Cagayan de Oro way back 2012, 2011, December to 2012. So in the hospital, although we are under a private institution, uh, the, the patients were already on the hallway because there's, you know, no, there, I mean, the, the entire hospital in Region 10 couldn't accommodate the number of leptospirosis cases. So, you know, we try to help and uh, yeah, we, we overcompensate but somehow we got we we got over it. We move on, and we, we did our best during that time. Um, I'm not sure if it was um it was uh yeah there were, there could be uh, advantages to it wherein we we this, the entire city have learned something because when you go back to Cagayan de Oro City this time the government have made a lot of difference. They they improved those places which are hit by the typhoon, and now there's no more houses. Matter of fact is uh, some of my friends were, were affected and they have uh, terrible memories from this particular typhoon. So, yeah, it was a hard time for everybody, for all of us. Now, leptospirosis or virus disease is an infection caused by gram-negative aerobic bacteria called leptospira interrogans. It is aerobic because it cannot survive without oxygen and it is common in temperate or tropical climates like Philippines, Southeast Asia, and Latin America. The typical carriers of this particular disease are infected rats, cow, pigs, raccoons, dogs, horses, and other wild animals. So humans can get leptospirosis when they get in contact with the urines and, and body fluids from the infected animals by uh, water, soil, or contaminated food. 
through broken skin, mouth, nose, or eyes. Now, the signs and symptoms of this disease, you know, typically the patients will have between 38 to 40 degrees Celsius. That's really high fever. Because leptospirosis or leptospirointerrogants can produce toxins in the body and it triggers or it poisons the our own immune system. The person can also experience headache, vomiting, low appetite, yeah, severe muscle pain, redness of the eyes, and cough. So redness of the eyes, I, I was actually bothered by this redness of the eye. I, I thought it was uh, conjunctivitis, but it wasn't. It is part of the the the, the way our own immune system has uh, has fought this particular uh, bacteria, the Leptospira interrogans. And the incubation period of this uh, disease is between uh, 5 to 14 days, but it can go up to 30 days. Infected animals can go through without signs and symptoms of Leptospirosis for months and years. They could carry this bacteria inside their system. It's just that they can able to excrete this for months and several years anywhere, which makes us prone to leptospirosis. And that's the bad news about it. As speaking about the risk factors, so when you have an occupation, which is under occupational exposure, when you are working, in a slaughtered area, or when you're a farmer, military personnel, or veterinarian. So you could be, you, you're going to be exposed to this, this case. Another thing is that we have recreational activities like swimming, just merely playing on the water, or kayaking, or trail biking. So through this activity, we could be prone of getting this disease. Another thing is household exposure when we are taking good care of dogs and raising domesticated livestock. So we're gonna be prone to this too. Lastly, if you are living in a flood prone area with uh, poor sanitation, yeah, you could possibly get this. Speaking about the simple pathophysiology of Biles disease or leptospirosis, there you go. Just a simple one. So once the Leptospira interrogants get into the system of the host, that's actually not, not double I. It's only L-E-P-O-T-O-S-P-I. Sorry about the spelling, I-R-A, interrogants. So once the bacteria gets into the body of the host, it will spread out to the different tissues and or vital organs of the host. In that condition, that process is called bacteremia. So the spread of bacteria in the blood circulation. So when it goes to the heart, that condition can lead to you know, arrhythmia, AFib, and myocarditis. Because this bacteria, Leptospira interrogans, excrete toxins to the vital organs. And with it, when it goes to the lungs, it can lead to pulmonary edema or hemorrhage. And when it gets to the liver, it can cause enlargement of the liver, which is hepatomegaly or spleen. It can also affect the spleen, splenomegaly, to liver damage. But the principal target of this bacteria is the kidney. So just one patient that I know, he was uh, advised to have hemodialysis because of his gradual, because of the gradual increase of his creatinine. 
due to leptospirosis. So after a couple of uh, diagnostic exams and his uh, urine output is getting low, like lower than the normal, he is not completely like oligoric. Like he can still manage to, to, to urinate, but it's just really his filtration, kidney filtration is poor, really poor at that time. So yeah, the doctor has had advised him to undergo hemodialysis. However, uh, he actually refused and he, we discharged him against uh, medical advice. And I don't know what happened to that, but he has all the signs and symptoms of uh, leptospirosis and uh, plus the kidney damage. And this uh, leptospira interrogans toxin can also cause tubular necrosis. And once this bacteria gets into the system, because, because of the, you know, the, the fight between our immune system plus this bacterial toxins, the reaction of the body will lead to hypokalemia, wherein the, the potassium from the cell will be excreted from the body. So one of our patients before was, you know, had experienced this sepsis-induced kidney infection. So that's why he was advised to undergo dialysis. When it comes to treatment, the usual thing that, uh, that we do is just you know, give patients fluids and antipyretic medications. Other than that, the doctors will load them with antibiotics, depending on you know what, what brands or antibiotic that they use, but these patients need antibiotic. Speaking about the prevention of this uh, leptospirosis disease, when you are exposed to the soil or contaminated water, it's way better to keep in mind to use protective clothing and footwear. And when you are about to go for, for a holiday on those affected area, which is uh, unexpected, you know, just for example, you're, you're planning to go for a holiday in this place and there comes a, an outbreak of leptospirosis in that area. So other than avoiding the place or cancel the holiday, when you really want to go there, you just have to be extra careful. And again, the, the mode of transmission is contact. So you just have to use contact precautions. So contact uh, through urine and body fluids of the infected animals. So you just do your best to be vigilant enough about the water and the food intake that you have. Since it's already, you, you've been already even warned that there's an outbreak, there's a history of outbreak of this particular disease in that place. So just be extra careful. And for... Government-wise, uh, yeah, we, we already have a survey uh, about the number of affected uh, individuals in a community. So we have surveillance already. So this surveillance will serve as the measure of, you know, you know to find out if the community efforts as well as the hospital or healthcare institution efforts are effective. So if, you know, if their interventions, community interventions, as well as the hospital interventions are, do work, it means that after a couple of months, the, the number of cases will decrease down to possible, as much as possible, zero. 
So yeah, that's it for today. Thank you very much for your time. So this is Anne once again of Reinforce Me Club telling you, you never lose, you either win or learn. Thanks much for your time. Have a lovely day ahead. Thank you.